0: Welcome to Detox For Your Life Podcast, and I want to tell you, don't be Lot's wife. This morning, I saw a post on Instagram that said, please don't go back to anything you had to pray your way out of. And underneath the post was a comment that said, don't be Lot's wife. I was like, wow. That's powerful. Cause see, we know in the Bible, Lot and his family lived in Sodom and Gomorrah and Sodom and Gomorrah had years and years and years and years of evilness. <laughs> right. So God sent an angel to speak to Lot and you know, he, the angel, he or she <laughs> pretty much said they warned them to escape for their life, to leave. Don't look back. Don't stop anywhere in the valley. Escape to the hills or you will be swept away. And as they were leaving, Lot's wife turned back, looked back. And because of that, she was turned into salt. Now, I'm no Bible scholar. I'm not even going to pretend to be one. I do, however, want to use this story as an example to bring home the point of not looking back. Never go back to anything that God rescued you from. Now, we've all been guilty at some point of our lives returning to the scene of the crime. And I'm using air quotes when I say returning to the scene of the crime. By that, I mean going back to something that was not good for us or something we prayed our way out of or escaped from. But why do we do that? And I think one of the reasons why we do that is because we as human beings, we're creatures of habit. Once we develop a routine, it's hard to break free from that routine. Our routines become more and more ingrained. We switch into autopilot, passing through life without thinking. The more we partake in these routines, the more they become part of our identity. And the harder it is to break them. Another reason why people return to the scene of the crime is because they are resistant to change. Change scares people. They find security in that thing that they know. You've heard people say the devil I do know is better than the devil I don't know. It's the fear of the unknown that has them resistant to change. People see change as a loss as opposed to seeing it as a gain. Yeah, you may lose that thing that has been a part of your life for some time, but you may be gaining something way better. People feel that change moves too slowly. It takes too long. Because we live in a microwave society. Nobody has patience. They want it to happen now. But change is a process. And sometimes it can be a slow one. And you have to be diligent and patient during the process. Another reason why people look back or go back is that feeling of nostalgia. Nostalgia can be a feel-good feeling that is based on great memories. And it's those feel-good feelings that people focus on. Let me make it a little clearer for you. You romanticize the good things you experience with something or somebody to a point where you overlook all the bad. Even when the bad outweighs the good, your focus and emphasis is on the good parts, primarily because the good parts made you feel good. And let me give you one more reason why people look back because of attachment, which can be closely related to routine. And since I mentioned attachment, I want to digress for a minute and explain a little about attachments. There are four main attachment styles, secure, avoidant, anxious, and disorganized. Securely attached people, they grew up feeling secure emotionally and physically and can engage with others in a healthy way. As a result, people with secure attachment styles tend to navigate relationships well. They're generally positive, trusting, and loving to their partners. Those avoidant attachment people. Avoiding is defined by failures to build long-term relationships with others due to an inability to engage in physical and emotional intimacy. Avoidant attached adults tend to navigate relationships at arm's length. The need for emotional intimacy is simply lacking in this type of individual. So romantic relationships are never able to reach any level of depth. The third Anxious attachment. People feel unworthy of love. They need constant reassurance from their partners. They often blame themselves for challenges in relationships and can exhibit frequent and intense jealousy or distrust due to poor or low self-esteem. There's a deep rooted fear of being abandoned, rejected, rejected or alone. And that fourth one, disorganized attachment. This is defined as having Having extremely inconsistent behavior and difficulty trusting others. People with disorganized attachment styles tend to have unpredictable and confusing behavior. While they desperately seek love, they also push partners away because of the fear of love. They believe that they'll always be rejected, but they don't avoid emotional intimacy. They fear it and they also consistently seek it out only to reject it again. But let me get back to the regularly scheduled program. (laughs) Whatever your reason is for looking back or going back to something that you had to pray your way out of. Remember the feelings of angst, disappointment, frustration, pain, hurt, lack of growth, lack of progress, dissatisfaction, etc. I remember having a coaching session with someone. She was very frustrated and and unhappy about her job. She had applied for other jobs and had received a few offers. Once she let her current job know, they offered her a new opportunity. Now, mind you, this new opportunity did not come with a raise, but it was in a field that could lead to more money. She was actually contemplating staying. See, they wanted her to stay because she was good at what she does and they were low on resources due to high turnover. But again, they weren't offering her a promotion to stay. I told her. I ask her, do you really want to stay there? See, it's really not about what they can give to you. It's about what they can get from you. Why are you loyal to an organization that is obviously not loyal to you? People not only do that when it comes to a job, they do it when it comes to friendships. They do it when it comes to romantic relationships. If something is making you miserable, causing you stress and unhappiness, and you finally make your way out of it, don't be like Lot's wife and look back. I'm Nicole L. Turner, your mindset coach, helping you shift the way you think so you can change the way you live. If you are in need of a mindset coach, you can reach me at NikkiTalksMindset.com. And that's Nikki, N-I-K-K-I.